Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, August 18th, 2022. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley Steves, we Grace have Aki. been waiting to yes. release this particular fact from the group chat. Yeah, <laughs> correct. For many, like, for many months, too, many honestly. Months. At least one of one of these. Uh, the other one I found out two weeks ago, but... Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, finally, all, it's our time. Breathe in. New York Theater Workshop's upcoming off-Broadway revival of Steve and Joshua Sondheim and George Fritz, Merrily We Roll Along, has finally announced its full casting of the principals, starting with Tony nominee Jonathan Groff and Tony winner Lindsay Mendez. You know, we talked about exactly like Daniel Radcliffe is Charlie. We've Mm -hmm. known for a hot minute. It was kind of funny that they announced one. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that's who they had confirmed. They were like, hey, just so you know, there's three people you normally look at. And then we're just going to say one. There's actually three leads in the show in case you hadn't noticed. But here's the one that you know, uh, that we know you're all going to go buy tickets for immediately. Yeah, and um, and They're now right. everyone and their mom. I'm talking about my mom, Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> um, is freaking out. Um, is my mom a musical fan? No. Will she drop everything she has for Jonathan Groff? For Jonathan Groff she yeah. will. Yeah, that's yeah. Fair. Took her to a drag show once. Uh, brought to you oh. by Marty Cummings, who is ah, the most yes. incredible the performer best. and friend. And uh, John Groff was there uh, singing, and I think she she melted into the earth, broke some blood um, vessels and such. Yes. So if you want to be like Margaret, you can start buying tickets in September, uh, but previews begin November 21st. The limited engagement will continue through January 8th. I'm assuming that's going to be a hard stop on January 8th because these people yeah. are booked and busy. Daniel Very. Radcliffe, I mean, he's out there being Weird Al. <laughs> yes, he is. That he is, can't just that's a stop fact. in New York for multiple months. He can't stay forever at a Sondheim show when he has to go be Weird Al. Absolutely. I can't wait for that because you know what? It's Isn't Quinta Brunson playing Oprah? I think so. I yeah. think so. Okay. Which Abbott Elementary comes back soon, September, whatever, 21st, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Which yeah. might be also the day that these tickets go on sale. So I'm just saying. It's, it all comes together. It is, in it fact, all comes together. our time. So we've known about Lindsay for a while. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. She's going to be stellar. Uh, that's actually the casting I am most excited about. That's the one that is yeah? getting me to buy a ticket. Oh, I think Replace she's- the movie cast with yeah. them? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. Don't no. quote me on it, though. No. Um, I think Jonathan Groff is great. Great casting as well. Daniel, I think, is great casting. I think his Franklin Shepard Inc. is going to be wonderfully unhinged in the best way. Um, one thing we didn't cover is the price of these tickets. Um, and I've got oh. some thoughts. So they are a hundred starting at $145 according to the for New York Theater Workshop. We're talking about an off-Broadway show here. Single New York tickets. Theater Organ Transplant. New York Theater Organ Transplant. Absolutely. Workshop for new prices, please. Yeah, single tickets for Merrily We Roll Along, roll along start at $145 and vary by performance date and time. Standard ticketing fees apply. So... 
Um, New York Theater Workshop has a few season pass deals, including its five show premiere, its five show full season, which works out to like 72 or 57 per show, respectively. I did the math, um, which is great. I love New York Theater Workshop. I try to see everything I can there. That includes American Televisions, which is coming up first. It's their first show in the 22-23 season. Um, tickets for that are on sale now, by the way, and they start at $25. So, I encourage anyone who, <laughs> yeah. So I encourage anyone who is able to afford to do a season membership to do so because it's, you know, it's overall the best way to see shows and support New York Theatre Workshop because they are consistently putting out brilliant work. Um, however, we would be remiss to not talk about accessibility here. Those passes are $360 and $285 per season. Now, if you've planned for this, you've budgeted for this, you don't have any other expenses that come up and you are that type of theater goer, beautiful. You're going to end up seeing Merrily for under $75. I love that for you. I would be willing to wager the majority of the theater going audience and personally, more important to me, maybe not to theater companies, but definitely to me, the group of people who want to go to the theater but feel fiscally shut out by it. Um, the people who are going to off-Broadway shows, I feel like are not that type of theater goer. I am certainly not and I much prefer – off-Broadway shows. Welcome to Today on Broadway. Now, it is my job, so nine times out of ten, I get to go for free anyway. I don't know if that will be the case here, but nine times out of ten. I am also, in case no one noticed, a devoted Santamite. So regardless, I'm going to pay for and get a ticket, probably multiple tickets, I guess, if I have to do that. God forbid. There are very specific camps of people who are going to want this ticket to see the show. Um, and that includes people who are just Daniel Radcliffe fans who want to see him in a show. And let's be realistic. What is the demographic slash age group of the vast majority of those people? So this mm. is very frustrating to me. It's very much, I don't care who's in it, how limited the run is, who wrote it, whatever. A starting at $145 off-Broadway ticket is just unsustainable. It is untouchable. And we already know the show is going to transfer to Broadway. Like, that's kind of open rumor. Um, so it's likely going to get worse. So it's infuriating. I'm just... Yeah, it, I think that it's just one of those things where they're like, okay, that's how these producers are able to make it back what they're investing in that cast. You know, and Sonia that's, Friedman that's Productions. <laughs> Um, so I think that, you know, it's, it's very exciting. And I'll just remind you that, you know, in New York theater workshop years ago, um, when Lazarus came yes, and Michael C. Hall, Sophia and Caruso, um, yep. they were doing at the end. And I saw, I think I'm, I may be misremembering, but I'm 98% sure that I saw the first performance after David Bowie's passing. Okay. Ooh, the yes. only reason I was able to go, cause it was my like dream to see that show at the time. Um, the only reason I was able to go because the tickets were the exact same price point, actually, yep. that you're describing was because they put out this very limited, strange lottery that they were like, here's mm. 10 tickets for $110 if you can, like, get them right now. Still. And then I save I, I just I basically gave everything I had just to do that. Um, and it was just so wild because I was like, oh, I would have 
we love to have taken, you know, friends or something, $65 even, which is still a lot. Um, But I agree with you. It's, it's a really challenging thing because it's no longer that like off Broadway or off, off Broadway or smaller houses that there's a ticket differentiation. That's just not the case anymore. It just so happens that this is off Broadway. A difference of of seats and that's about it, but it is, it it is infuriating and it is frustrating exactly for the reason that you just said and that I think theater, you know, not I think, but theater is a very communal activity and art. And to be like, okay, tickets are $145. Uh, good luck. At least $145. That in most cases means that, you know, people might have to, might go see the so- show solo. They won't be able to go see with friends because, again, specific demographics who are probably fans of Daniel Radcliffe wanting to go see a show or they're Sondheim fans or they're theater fans. But again, like there's all these intersections here of what people are going to be able to afford and what people you want to get in your theaters. And I know, I know, I know, I know that there are so many dependent factors here, including the producing company, including it being New York Theater Workshop. But it is startling. It is, it was, it was startling to get this press release today. You're like, yay, yay, Jonathan Groff, Lindsay Mendez, fantastic tickets go on sale soon and then get to the minimum price. Like that is immediately a turnoff. And I am, I am the target audience. <laughs> like I'm going in the door no matter what. Yeah, we. I mean, it's it's going to sell out. So <laughs> it is going to sell out. Yeah. But so we'll keep we'll keep working off Broadway right now. So off Broadway's Between the Lines has announced an early closing date as of today or yesterday, rather. Um, yeah. The show is now playing at the Tony Kaiser Theater, um, but. Instead of an October 2nd originally planned um, end date, they are now bumping that up a whole month to September 11th. Um, they're underway on, on a musical recording, like a cast album as we speak. Mm-hmm. So if you did not get to physically see it, um, you will at least get to hear it soon. I know they had teased like a Broadway transfer of this as well. Yeah. I wonder if this is that affecting that. Um, and I'm also just curious, like, you know, they, they had announced such a long, what I felt was a long run. Um, initially October. So that's why I was like, oh, I hate that they're, it makes it look like they're, I mean, they are closing earlier than planned, but it was also kind of, it was kind of a big move to, to, to say that they were running until October, in my opinion, but of course I'm not, you know, on their team. So, um, but yeah, I did get an opportunity to see this and I I hate that so many people that are just now learning about it because they've done this big social media push. Yeah. I was um, just thinking that myself today of, I have seen constant promotion of it, especially on Instagram. I keep running to ads for it and, you Mm -hmm. know, good for them for that. But the the fact that they now have to close what three weeks early, um, which you're right. What, was a, a particularly long run, especially for an off-Broadway show. But I mean, the the team attached and the work itself, it, it is going to be interesting to see if they have any plans to still push it forward to Broadway and if that had any influence on the fact of like, yeah, we're going to need to save some costs. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it could be a touring thing. You never know at this point. But sad that they have to close up early. I'm glad that we're going to get a recording. Um, and hopefully we'll see more life of the show. There you go. 
So um, again, keeping off Broadway, um, over at Audible's Minetta today and off Broadway. Today and today and off Broadway. Um, so one of my favorite um spots, the Audible Minetta Broadway kind of collaboration, is going to feature Jason Gote's autobiographical show about the women who have impacted his life. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this one. I didn't know he was in the works of that. The limited run begins September 30th and continues through October 2nd, featuring musical theater songs pop music tracks like i wonder if we're gonna get some bring it on i wonder if we're gonna get some peter pan live yeah probably. i wonder what we're gonna get <laughs> maybe yeah probably um but the performance will be recorded live as they usually do for audible originals so you will get to hear it wherever you are if you're not able to physically be there for the minetta lane run I was just at Manetta Lane uh, a week yeah. and a half ago, and it's such a beautiful, beautiful space. I love it so much. Um, the the I'm I'm curious about this because it, the offerings, obviously, that Audible Theater Manetta Lane um, give are so diverse as far as like the styles mm-hmm. that they have. That the description of this feels so much like a cabaret that cabaret, I would that I would concert. not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would not expect it necessarily to be on stage of a theater. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what it's going to look like. I'm wondering what it's going to sound like. Cause obviously it'll also be unaudible. Good to see. I think a similar, I think a similar thing happened recently with Salea Pfeiffer, um, her kind of like solo work that they did there. Mm. Um, because yeah, they did record some and, um, I know that she is, you know, about to make her star turn and almost famous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wonder if they're kind of doing like a hybrid of like literal, like solo play solo shows. And then yeah, sometimes so. like artists that want to perform and talk in between like a true what what used to be you're correct like full cabaret style and yeah. now it's turned into more of like a concert setting and we're kind of making that hybrid model i appreciate that there are different um <laughs> artist oh, iterations of, of kind too. of a similar thing but i agree with you so audience rewards is launching a new virtual stage door program on august 31st initially when i read this i was just like wait this is what I've been waiting for. So (laughs) I'm really excited that people have kind of like gotten on board with this and here's how it's going to go. So basically it's going to allow fans to redeem their show points. Audience rewards is kind of like a, it's not pay to play, but like you can sign up for their rewards program. And basically every time you purchase tickets through them um, or through, you know, any of those services, you get reward points and you can redeem those kind of wherever, which I appreciate. Any kind of like fan service thing that mimics sports, I think is where we need to be. Exactly. hundred percent. Because everyone else is doing it. So basically, you know, you've got an eligible Broadway ticket sale, blah, blah, blah. Um, they they have these virtual meet and greet sessions for like very brief one on one chats with um, special. And then there's like a digital autograph element. Uh, it's going to launch with Tony nominee Robin De Jesus on August 31st, uh, along with six cast members, Bree Jackson, Carrie Renee Fuller. Uh, Samantha Polly and Brennan Lark on September 15th. And then Brittany Johnson, James D. Gish uh, from Wicked on September 24th. So they basically issued a statement saying that these, the interactions at the stage door um, is what brought, it makes Broadway so unique as opposed to like other mediums. Like when you go to a concert, yeah. you can't do that anymore. And um, it allows no, them to like kind a of v- VIP no. meet and greet thing. Exactly. Days passes. That's a quote from Wayne's World. Um, but they said basically, sadly, COVID has made the traditional stage door experience impossible. So true, Bestie. And we're thrilled to bring it back in this kind of way. 
I appreciate this from both standpoints. I know that initially this might sound a little like, um, a little, uh, mm, I don't know how to say it, but what I'm trying, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like, this to me respects the artists when they want to on their time, hopefully, as well as the audience members, you know, because I think so often these, the stage door exists so that people can go home. That's their door to and from work. So when there are people there expecting you to perform for them in a way, um, I think that that can be challenging. And sometimes mm-hmm. performers like can't or don't want to do that. You don't know what their anxiety level is. You don't know if they've come from a really bad sure. day or a really bad circumstance. And so they might just need to just perform and go home. And so sometimes when people are waiting at the stage or being like, but I wanted to have this one interaction with yeah. you and they feel owed, it can just be challenging on all ends. And I understand accessibility is part of this. And, but this to me allows those performers, if they want to, to have that fan moment, honestly, and, and, and it's kind of like respectful on both ends. So I really like this. I'm sure there's some pushback on some end, but I really like it. Too bad. (laughs) I think you made a really, really good point. I love this. I think what is important here is that it's kind of putting the, the power for lack of a better word in the hands of the performers. Like uh, mm-hmm. you, you have the stage door and it immediately kind of becomes on the audience's terms or, you know, whoever is waiting at the stage, stage door. So the performer is having a bad day, as you said, or, you know, they've got some kind of like COVID insecurities or other health insecurities or just like whatever. It automatically kind of becomes this thing of, don't meet your heroes. Like some people mm-hmm. have bad stage doors, stage door experiences and then say whatever they have to say about the performers. And that's really unfortunate, unfortunately. Um, but here, like it, you know, it puts the responsibility back in their hands and being able to choose when they want to do it, how they want to do it. Um, and keeps them safe. So I, I think this is great. I know a lot of people will kind of be upset about it because they want stage doors to return and they some have, but not in the way that they used to, obviously. Like when I left Beetlejuice over the weekend, the stage door for Dear Evan Hansen was ridiculous. It was so busy and so loud and just like, you know, I, I miss it. I'm not someone who has staged door in a really long time. I miss walking past and seeing it. But what I appreciate much more is the initiative to actually keep these performers safe. Yeah, like two doors. There's a stage yeah. door and then there's a secret door. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's what I want. Airlifted so- out <laughs> the theater roof. So we talked uh, yesterday on the show about NYC and companies uh, Broadway week returning, but I just want to talk about that a little bit more because um, it's kind of a great thing. So um, it's again, like this two for one ticket program with 21 Broadway shows Uh, this year. It's running September 6th through the 25th. Those are the dates you can see shows, Um, but it's on sale right now. And I'm going to tell you some of the shows that you can get tickets for that you might want to take advantage of with this offer. So 1776, it isn't even on Broadway yet, but it's coming to roundabout. Like you definitely want to make sure that you <laughs> have your tickets early for it. Um, Aladdin, A Strange Loop is on there. Beetlejuice, Book of Mormon, Chicago, Come From Away, Cost of Living, Death of a Salesman. Um, I know the piano lesson is on there. Uh, Funny Girl, Funny Girl, Funny Girl. You're familiar. I've heard of her. The funniest girl. She's the greatest star. She's coming. 
September 5th or 4th? September 5th? <laughs> One of them. September 6th. Who's I think September 6th care. is her first night. Um, and then Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, Into the Woods, uh, The Kite Runner, The Lion King, MJ. There are so many shows on here that are normally like astronomically priced. So that's why I'm saying like they're like Moulin Rouge, Phantom, uh, Six, Wicked. This might be my one time to see Six. This might be how I actually finally see Six. Um, you know <laughs> what I mean? And I just like, talked about this on the show either on Monday or last yeah. week about the fact that I still haven't seen Six. You still haven't seen Six. It just hasn't happened. We're never seeing Six. It has, we're never seeing six. Uh. No, 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 no way. There you go. Uh, Sit down. Let me tell you a story. See, I don't even know. I I tried to make a joke. Divorced. There you go. Well, that's it me, babe. Hey. Um, And then kind of like finally in the news, Take Me Out's Twitter and social media channels put out a teaser trailer making it look like perhaps they aren't done with Broadway. Although the show closed a little bit ago, they might be making their way back back kind of quick yeah Uh, but there's a rumor that it's going to play in a theater that starts with an s i don't believe all the stars will be returning and the only reason we're even talking about these rumors is because they posted about it they posted about it yeah we would never we would never speculate or put a rumor on the show if it weren't like semi-confirmed by their social media accounts uh just because that's you know not 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 due diligence but like i mean are we going to get an announcement tomorrow then? Uh, we, we very well may some point on Thursday. may have already happened by the time you're hearing this. Who knows? Uh, so, yeah, the Take Me Out Broadway Twitter account, which seems to have been created today or at least in the past few days, tweeted about it. And then Jesse Tyler Ferguson retweeted it, saying something along the lines of what will we do till fall? So presumably he's going to be back in it. Um and yeah. some other people on the cast as well coming back this fall, it looks like. So very exciting because I didn't get a chance to see it the first time because of ticket prices. But maybe this time around. Maybe this time. Maybe this time. He'll stay. Yeah. And then finally in a recommendation, Brian Darcy James graced his gorgeous presence on Good Correct. Morning America talking oh. about Into the Woods. And so anytime you get to see Brian talk about anything you should watch the whole thing. Yeah, agreed. Charming as ever. See that baker do his b- baking. There you go. Okay. Well, you my brain's it. broken. Thank you all for listening <laughs> to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No This Is Ashley. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.